It is a good theme tune. It is good. It's an earworm, isn't it? You can right? still hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. All oh, right. I see it fades out for me, but it doesn't fade out for you. Right. We're working this Zoom thing out. <laughs> I mean, it's lovely to hear it again, but, you know, not for the whole podcast. No. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't work at the full volume for the whole thing. I got it. Right. Yeah. It is a good, it's a good theme tune, though. It's well produced, well performed. Hmm. Mm. Uh, and we can take full credit for that, I think. <laughs> and we should, yeah. And we well, don't. No one ha- else can. <laughs> and we haven't, uh, you know, kind of lifted it from somewhere else, and then have to start feeling concerned that we'll have to uh, pay royalties. So it's an original composition, isn't it? One hundred percent. If anything, we should be paid. And we hopefully one day will be, and not just by our our, our very generous patrons on Patreon.com no. forward slash Round the Back, where you can donate three pounds a month. You know. Uh, and a number of your choice, should you so wish. But it's, it's your choice. Your choice, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we could always just pay each other. I could pay you and you could pay me. It might, um, you know, that would just be placebo, but it would probably feel nice, wouldn't it, to just look at that money what, coming you, in, you know. You think it would just can- we'd just cancel each other out, I guess, wouldn't we? I think that's how, well, unless you're more generous than me, you know. Is that what would be by donations or a set amount? I don't think I don't think that would happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we shouldn't uh, then. Perhaps we should not do it because you know just every, just hold on to your money. You know. Yeah, I'll 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 rip up those uh, those those contracts that I've provisionally prepared. I thought I saw that. It was just a piece of paper with I O U written on it, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, in crayon. It is. That's how I. Yeah. That's how I work. <laughs> I don't actually give anyone any money for anything. I just give them bits of paper. Well, that, do you know, that's what, that's what bank notes are. That's what money, notes of money are. It's just an IOU, isn't it, essentially? Yeah, but the shops don't fall for that, though. <laughs> Not anymore. Not after last no. time. <laughs> hey, you go into a pub and go, hey, it's just, just paper, mate. Just have this bit of paper. They're like, no, I'd like, I'll have the money paper, thank you. The real <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah. Yes, did you say, how am I? I, well, I what I was yeah. So how are you? Uh, uh, how are you coping? I'm coping. I'm coping all right. Not, you not know. that you not that you shouldn't be coping. I didn't mean anything by that. I mean you you cope <laughs> fine at any point. But don't read into the question. Just how are you? I'm not reading into it. Um, I'm I'm normal. I'm normal. Things have been happening <laughs> in a way. Um, you know you got to keep your routine at home normal so that the outside non-normal doesn't really get to you. And uh, that's what I've been doing, you know. So um, my normal routine is, you know, get up, you yeah. know, eat. That's a good start. That yeah. is a good start. Eat, wait yeah. a few hours, eat again. A few more hours after that, a bit of waiting. Eat again mm. and then go back to bed. And that seems to keep me on a level, level, you know, place where I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my well-being topped up yeah i mean it's it's a lot of waiting around though isn't it i'm worried about your your sort of patience <laughs> not your not that you're a doctor i mean your your actual patience i would be worried about my patience if i were to have patience but uh yes yeah he can't see you now he's just eating and waiting <laughs> <laughs> how are you yeah i'm okay 
I'm okay. I mean, it's fairly normal for me uh, in the respect of I know a lot of people working from home. We've got we we've got schooling at home, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not really around because I'm still I'm still working. I'm still able to go to work, uh, following government guidelines, of course. Of course, a key um, worker. Yeah, yeah, but it is a big, and it's all everyone seems to be talking about. Um, I work in people's homes, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Do they know you're there? We d- th- sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. I mean, at night, it's more difficult for them to tell if right. I'm there or not. But uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's all above board. And um, I was chatting to I was chatting to a client the other day, and he said uh, he was, we were talking about the COVID because it's all everyone's talking about at the moment, isn't it? Of course, it? it is. Yeah. And we were talking about you know do, do, being safe, wearing a mask, doing the right thing, blah blah blah, protect the NHS, all that. And um and he said yes it's you know it's the um it's the older generation really that you you need to be concerned about older relatives and I was like yeah quite right I mean they're more you yeah. know if they get a dose of it they they could be in serious trouble and he said yeah he said uh, he looked at me he said people like you and I our age we we would we'll probably be fine this bloke was about fifty <laughs> uh, and I thought he was joking. I looked at him and was like, yeah, our age. And he was like, yeah, anyway, see you later. And just walked off. He was absolutely serious. He assumed, and he wasn't a young looking, he was a, he looked in his age and he thought I was that age also. Is it, if you, did you have a particularly bedraggled lockdown appearance that day? You know, unkempt or, or what? No, I mean, I don't want to blow my own trumpet. I was, I was looking pretty good that day, I thought. Well, yeah. Well, I, was feeling good about my, I was feeling good about myself up until that point. So that could mean one of two things. It could mean that he sees you as being older than you are by a long way. Yeah, but, long yeah way. decades. Or he sees himself to be looking like you. And I like to think it's the latter. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. So perhaps he was seeing it from his perspective. Yes, and he's just deluded that he is, you know, significantly mm. younger than he is. And in his mind's eye, he still looks like you. Not like you, okay. like you, but like your no, demographic. Like, no, he didn't look like me at all. Completely <laughs> different. Um, but And a lot older. But okay, I feel a bit better about it now. Thank you. That's, See, yeah, it's yeah. good to talk. It's good to talk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I, if he's about, if he's in his 50s, he should be careful too, you know. Well, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, but anyway, no. I just I just wheeled him back into the home and you know sent him on his way. Yeah. Did you just like push him like that, let him wheel on his own from his own, um, you know, impulse power, or uh, did you just actually wheel, wheel just him willpower? In? Did you wheel him towards and just let go, let him do the rest, of the work? Yeah, and I did, and then I turned away. I didn't even see what happened. He may well have just crashed into the wall. Mm. I don't know. Mm. But uh, at least it wasn't COVID related. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you never know how they you never know how they record the statistics though. They might record that as a COVID related mm. incident. You know that's true. Yeah, he crashed into a wall and died of that. But did have a slight cough, so we'll yeah, put COVID. Cough. Yeah, and and that incident happened as a result of a conversation about COVID. So you know you definitely oh, record yeah, that yeah, as yeah. a. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I didn't yeah. think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I hope it doesn't come back to bite me. No, uh, I don't think it does. Actually, I think it's it's um, viral. Uh, it's not really airborne, but it you know it's transferable by drops of liquid. In no, okay, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, what, have you got anything else to discuss? Before Sorry, we dive Sorry? in. Sorry, you okay? What happened there? <laughs> I, 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 I. I went a bit Boris Johnson there, didn't I? 
No, I've got nothing further to discuss well, uh, I, other I, than the contents of the podcast. What about you? I, I just thought I'd bring up, you know, to take us in a football direction before we do our usual thing. I thought I'd bring up what, for me, has been the most amusing moment in football since the new year. And Happy New Year, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think after like the first week of January, then it starts to become less appropriate to say Happy New Year, doesn't it? It's always one of those, it's it's when do you stop saying Happy New Year? And also the other one is when do you start saying Have a Good Christmas as well? Um, are you asking me directly or is it... Is it uh... Well, there's no one else here. Right. Uh, I think probably about two weeks into Christmas, Have a Good Christmas, because that's when right, schools okay. start to break up, you know. And then, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably I'd say five, six, seven days after the New Year, that's, that's when you should stop. So we really year. shouldn't have said it to each other then. No. Okay, I take it back. I take it back as well. Don't have a happy yeah. new year. Have a no. Good Saturday, January the ninth. No, just say just say to people, New Year. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could be happy, it could be sad, up to you. <laughs> that could be a statement question. Yeah. Just going around to, oh hello, oh hello, you must be David. Just go, New Year, New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I wanted to talk to you briefly about Timo Werner's corner attempt in what was the, I don't know, like the 88th minute or something of, of uh, Manchester City versus Chelsea the other day in the Premier League. Did you see that? No. No. You didn't see it? No. Did you see the game? No. Did you see him attempt the corner? Uh, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was the most crazy thing I've seen that he I, he's having a tough time at Chelsea right now he's struggling to do the basics right and he was playing um, at was it Leipzig wasn't it Red Bull Leipzig yeah he was playing in a system there where he was up front with a, a big hold up player and he was feeding off of him and that was how it was working for him and he's come to Chelsea and playing a completely different system and it's not really working that well for him right mm. um, although it did he did very well at the start yeah, he had a good start. It's, it's not been all bad, that's for sure, but it's, it's hmm. clearly a system that he's unfamiliar with and he kind of seems a bit aimless and running around not knowing where to be sort of thing. Yes. And so he's not having a great season. Comes to take that corner and he somehow, what does he do? Like kicks himself in the heel whilst, yeah. whilst the, like yeah. struggling to do some strange. of the basics there. It was really odd. And it kind it of was summed tired. up that performance. It was very tired. You reckon? Yeah. I'd put it down to tiredness. Oh. Excuse making from a Chelsea fan. Well, I'm slightly biased, obviously. <laughs> uh, where's your prediction for where they're going to finish then? Well, we've done this. We did this in our in our um, questions, didn't we? And I, I think I said fourth, didn't mm, I? You did, I think. Yeah, I take that. I take that now. <laughs> Have you revised it though? No, I think we're gonna, no. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. Fourth. I'm Fair enough. Say fourth. Fair enough. Yeah. Confident. I, I mean, like I'm that. Not, I, I, I'm not expecting. I'm not overly expecting. As a as a Chelsea fan, I say a support. I say a fan because I don't really go to the games. I've supported them since I was a child, but I haven't been to many games over the years. A handful, I would say. So I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not over expecting really from this. I would say this new Chelsea generation, players and managers. I just uh, think that perhaps so, the uh, the board will be after they spent two hundred. 20 million or whatever it was on new players well I think yeah maybe maybe but 
that's where that's the difference between the the board and the fans, I guess. I think if you ask most fans, they would say, you know, give him time. Yeah, I hope so because he's the legend that he is. Anywho, I just thought I'd bring it up because it was a hilarious moment uh, where well, it just seemed like not, not much more could go wrong for him, really. Then uh, no. <laughs> can't even well, play a short aside corner. Aside from a serious a serious injury, well, um, yeah, or um, or death. He could have just contracted that's... COVID there and then and yeah. gone down in a heap. But that's not how it works. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Yes, Joe. Would you like to know what's going on in the news right now? Yes. Here's this week's headlines with me, Kevin the Brown. And I'm John the Bush. AI draws dog walking baby radish in a tutu. <laughs> Man changes name to Celine Dion after having too much to drink. Yes. Uh, cocaine in the River Thames is another problem that eels don't need, says expert. <laughs> they don't need that, they don't they? Need no. That. Uh, man shocked after finding huge Argos sign outside his house. <laughs> Nottinghamshire YouTuber fails to cross the US in a mobility scooter. <laughs> Good try. Yeah. Man shoves samosa up bum to smuggle into prison cell. <laughs> that was the most <laughs> important thing he needed to get into the cell. That yeah. was that was imperative for him. I must get my samosa in <laughs> with me. Yeah. Did you get the mobile phone? Oh, f- no, I just bought a samosa. Oh, what? Lamb? No, it's veg- vegetable. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Why is, is he in there with someone there sharing this vegetable samosa that's uh, covered in arse? You don't want to be eating spicy food if you're sharing a toilet in your cell. No. Or a cell. No. That is that is prison lesson number one, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to be learning this from you, just in case I'm in that position. But you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You notice that my all my headlines were about man mm, as well. I did. Man has not man has not had a good week. <laughs> <laughs> I really particularly liked um, my first one. I don't know if you remember it because it's all very quick fire. I'll read it to you again if you don't mind. AI. Please. AI draws dog walking baby radish in a tutu. I mean, that's stuff a human couldn't come up with. <laughs> it is the kind, it does sound like an obscure children's book that's about a dog walking baby radish in a tutu. Do you think the AI presented it? He drew it and then the human looked at it and went, I don't even know what that means. And the AI just went, Yeah, you wouldn't, mate. You're human. See you later. Just walked out. In the voice like of... Uh, mechanic, mechanically walked out. In the voice of Stephen, the joke generator. Arnie yes. draws dog walking baby radish in a tutu. Like that. That's what he's been up to. <laughs> I think that's him, isn't it? It's Stephen, no the joke we, generator. No wonder we haven't had any jokes lately. Yeah, he's been, I don't know, doing the animation of uh, children's books, clearly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dave, would you like to go first, or shall I? I was just going to say, could I go first, You Joe? can go first. Well, and I shall. Okay. <laughs> uh, my story, my news story is from the Metro. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the underground newspaper. Mm-hmm. And the headline is, uh, 
bodybuilder who married Sextol says she broke just before Christmas. Oh, that's the worst time. The worst time. You don't want mm. to break just before Christmas. No. Because there's going to be a no, backlog it... of orders, of course. You won't be able to replace her for a while. No. Everything's shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible news. <laughs> um, a bodybuilder who married a Sextol has revealed she tragically broke just before Christmas. Uh, Yuri Tolochko from Kazakhstan. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-uh. Okay. We the, can do the, the you're going to have to do the voice of that, yep. Uh, is now waiting to see if his wife, called Margot... <laughs> love, I love that she's he called Margot. He gets the opportunity to name her whatever he wants, and he chooses yeah. Margot. Like it. Yeah. You Not only you choose your wife, you choose her name. <laughs> maybe after yeah. Margot Robbie, you know? Mm. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she's, he's waiting to see if she can be repaired in time for Christmas... Uh, so this is a slightly older story, perhaps, which is celebra- oh, or not, which is celebrated on January the 7th in his country. Oh. Hold on a minute. Why are they celebrating? Right, that's annoys me. <laughs> uh, that's a good two weeks after Christmas. I mean, I don't... It, what, what's Kazakhstani's uh, culture regarding Christmas? Get a new calendar. Yeah. I know that some countries celebrate on Christmas Eve, don't they? They do. The day before. That's fine, the day before. Within a few days. Two weeks? No. <laughs> no. Uh, he's, um, he said, uh, she, she is broken. She, now she is being repaired. She is in another city. When she recovers, it will be a gift for both of us. When she recovers. I think more, more for you, mate. <laughs> Yeah, um, so she recovers. That sort of suggests that uh, he doesn't really realise that she'll probably end up being replaced, maybe. Oh, well, mm. yeah. Imagine that she came out with a different head or something. <laughs> different um, colour hair. <laughs> yeah, he did He did not explain how Margot had broken. Mm. He, he is pushed, a bodybuilder. He pushed her down the stairs. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> well, I was going to say maybe a a bit, being a bit rough. It was a murder. I guess... I guess pushing down the stairs is a bit rough. Yeah. Isn't it? Is it somewhat, yeah. Yeah. She said, I like it rough, and he just pushed her down the stairs. D- d- never like, say not... that. Never say that while standing on the edge of the stairs. Like, <laughs> come you're on. Ask, asking for trouble. This is violent sex 101, isn't it? You know. Yeah. It's actually prison rules for me, sex rules from Joe. <laughs> Please. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the two could go hand in hand, to be fair. I mean, they kind of do for a lot of people, from what I understand. But yeah. yeah. We should start another podcast, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what, what will it be called? Um, he... oh, good. Good question. Uh, he did not explain how Margot had been broken. It comes after Yuri married his fiance Margot, in late November after a number of delays due to the coronavirus pandemic. Oh. Pictures posted on Instagram show the sex doll dressed in a white lace gown, while Yuri wore a black tuxedo for the ceremony in Kazakhstan. He posted a video which showed him putting a ring on Margot's finger (laughs) and members of the wedding party dancing and celebrating the occasion. Yuri wrote as the caption, It's happened to be continued. Oh, God. (laughs) So he's all over Instagram with it as well. Loves it. I might follow him. I might follow him. I think... Well, you, if you're not already, then you should be. He's seemingly um, the, you know, the highlight of Instagram acor- for 2021. <laughs> According to local media reports, the union is legitimate because the only requirements for a wedding to take place in Kazakhstan are that both 
consenting parties have to be male and female and over 18 years old. Yes, but they're not both consenting parties, are they? That's, uh, you can't that's say a... that she's female because she isn't a she. She doesn't have a gender. She just mimics a woman, but is not a woman. So yeah, they, they said to, they said to him, "Well, how do you, you know, how do we know she's female?" And he just went, "Tits." <laughs> and they went, "Fair enough, sure, crack on." But I love that. I love that that they're that they're you know backward enough there to be prejudiced and and not allow same sex marriage. Be like, yeah, marriage has to be between a man and a woman. But they are forward-thinking enough to allow a man to marry a large hump of plastic and rubber and, you know, a couple of chipboards, probably. What? What? Yeah, they, they've got their priorities mixed up. They celebrate Christmas two weeks late, but you can go and marry a, bit, uh, a doll. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, um, great. Okay, I'll go on. The bodybuilder who identifies as pansexual describes himself as a blogger and a sexy maniac in his Instagram bio. Sexy maniac. Mm. Yes. Okay. So would would he be technically be an objectum sexual? I don't know what he means by sexy maniac. I mean, that says to me, sexy maniac is is that someone who's completely mad but sexy? Sexy. Yeah. yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Well, suffering from mania means I think you you are technically mad, aren't you? Uh, and yeah. to yeah. be a sexy maniac, yes, that would be the definition you, of that. You, you, is that you something can you can be, be mad and sexy at the same time? I guess, aren't you? you well, perhaps that's what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy mad. <laughs> um, discussing his sex life with Margot, yes please, Yuri added, our story turns me on much more than sex itself. The story? Yeah, the what, story of him of seeing her in a catalogue or something? What? Hello? Are you playing the keyboard there? Oh, sorry, can you hear that? Were you, what are you doing? Just tinkering away while I'm talking to you? I can't hear it. I, it's just in front of me and I'm just pressing keys randomly. You can hear that. It sounded like a horror film. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> oh, God, this is a nightmare, this Zoom. It doesn't work, does it? Uh, I'm sorry, listeners. So okay. it's out of shot for you, Dave, in, the, in this little Zoom feed, but I've just got this little keyboard here and I can't hear it. It's muted in my headphones and I'm just pressing keys because yeah. it's there. You know how you just, you know, just hit stuff. And, yeah, no, uh, I understand. The minute you get a bit bored, you just go, oh, this is fucking boring to what he's saying. I'll just play a bit of keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why you stopped. You stopped. You look at me like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, what? I'm not, what? Are you? Have I got, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, we'll keep that. all this in because this is interesting for the listeners to know how difficult this is to do <laughs> <laughs> by, sure. via Zoom. Yeah, why not? Um, why not? Anyway, uh, the couple started dating at the beginning of 2019 after they reportedly met at a nightclub, and he popped the question at the end of the year. Pictures have been posted on their respective Instagram accounts. Their respective Instagram <laughs> she accounts, has one Joe. Too. Who manages that? I think it's probably <laughs> probably him. I think she. I think she probably has someone do it for her. I'll be honest with you. Um, Amazing. Uh, showing dinner dates, bubble baths, and holidays together. They even have a pet dog. <laughs> Does she have a bank account? Does she have a job? She, she doesn't have a fucking pulse, mate. What she are you registered to vote. <laughs> uh, I, I reckon she, she's probably claiming unemployment benefit, isn't she? Uh, you know, unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> it's unbelievable what these what these sex dolls will get up to. Coming into your country, you know, getting <laughs> you know, taking away your rights, you know, 
Yeah. Taking away our bodybuilders. <laughs> Taking away our sexy maniacs. Yeah. Yes, go on, yeah. Get your own sexy maniacs, you sexy maniacs. <laughs> wow. Anyway, there's your sex doll news. It's quite something, and, you know, trust you to come up with some sex doll news. It, it, it's been a long time coming, and I was not disappointed. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> what, both of those things, back to back? <laughs> yes. It's been a long time coming, <laughs> yes. and yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, Dave, you had a headline... Uh, which pricked my interest because it is, oh, in fact, really? one of my news stories. Well, it, sorry, oh, okay. one of my... It is my news story. Oh, good, good. Do you, can you tell which one it is? Well, I think I had... A, I did notice one particular reaction to... Was it the Celine Dion one? Yes, yes. So that is my story. <laughs> this is brilliant. Uh, so the headline, once again, Man changes name to Celine Dion after having far too much to drink. And the source is the same as yours. It's the Metro, the underground mm. news. So Thomas Dodd is his name. Was his name. Excuse Was, me. Yeah. yeah. So a 30-year-old man decided to change his name to Celine Dion after having a few too many glasses of wine. Thomas Dodd, otherwise known as Celine now, of course, had the idea while watching over uh, watching sorry one of the Canadian singers' concerts on YouTube over Christmas. <laughs> okay, so he's a big fan then, I take it. Yeah, is it is it just me? I mean, everyone's got their thing, isn't it? But it's kind of odd for a you know thirty year old man to be listening to Celine Dion a lot, being a number well, one fan. Well, I mean, each their own. Yeah, perhaps that's too critical of me. He thought it would be a great... I think I'd be more concerned with him changing his name. I mean, listen away, but just keep your own name. I think, <laughs> I think it's that's the, the issue yeah, here. That's kind of what I mean, I suppose. It's the jump from being a mega fan and listening on YouTube to be like, I need her name. This needs to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he thought it'd be a great idea to pay the £89, which you know, sounds cheap to me. I didn't realise it was that easy. Pay the £89. Is that that all it is? Yeah, yeah, to officially take her name, but completely forgot about it when the official deed poll documents landed on his doorstep on, well, it says Wednesday here, but I'm not entirely sure what week that is. Uh, But, of course, we know someone who changed their name by deed poll, don't we, Dave? Do we? Yeah. Do we? (laughs) (laughs) I, well, I'm pretty much sure he did it officially. I remember him telling me, number one fan, Dan. Oh, yes. Did, did he actually do this? I'm this, pretty sure he is... did. Yeah. And what did what did he change it to? Do you remember? Um, oh, yeah. Wasn't was it, it, wasn't it um, the name of the character from 24? Kiefer Sutherland's yeah, character um, from 24? Uh, was it something Bauer? Jack Bauer? Jack Bauer, yeah. I think he changed his name to Jack Bauer. <laughs> just, just, just because. For like a dare, I guess. I can't remember the story exactly. We're going to have to get him on the podcast. How, how, long, did he, how long was it changed for? Uh Again, we'll have to... i tell you what. Of course, we have this answer phone set up, don't we? Yeah, you know, that's true, yeah. Seven times by 12, add all the zeros, and then, you know, obviously the area code, you add that in as well, plus eight, four, four, four. Um, yeah, the number's yeah. on the website, isn't it? Um, so perhaps he should call the answer phone, leave a message for us, and explain the story. Oh, we should we should have a Zoom chat with him. That would be much better. <laughs> really. <laughs> All right, I yeah, want it. I'm sure that could be. I'm, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure he's told us this story, but I'm sure it would have involved a few drinks as well. I've, I'm pretty sure it did. Anyway, yeah. So he obviously paid. Dan obviously paid the 89 pound to officially uh, take the name of Jack Bauer as well. Anyway, so uh, 
So once you receive your papers from Deepol, uh, you need to sign them before an independent witness and inform your relevant record holders before your name is considered changed. So you pay the fee, you get the stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean it happens until you sign it and there's a witness, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. Um, and you'd think at this point that uh, young Thomas here would reconsider. You know, you, you got really drunk on, on a few too many glasses of wine and watching uh, Celine and you go, yeah, great. And you go online and you change your name to Celine Dion. You get this thing in the post. That is your moment where you can go, yeah, I was, that was probably a bad idea, wasn't it? Nope, you went ahead with it. <laughs> he got the signature. <laughs> went ahead with it anyway. So he says, but Thomas has no plans to go back on his decision and hopes it might get him backstage at one of his idol's future gigs. He's planning for the future. You know. I think it might, it might end up keeping him further away from her. <laughs> well, yeah, I imagine her security detail might highlight him as a threat. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Celine, we've got um, we've got someone backstage who wants to meet you. Oh right, who's that? It's it's Celine Dion. No, no, I think I'm Celine Dion. <laughs> who is it backstage? Um, yes, it's it's um, it's a gentleman called Celine Dion. No, no, absolutely no. <laughs> well, but what do you think's going to happen? That he's going to fly to Las Vegas and just I don't know, just like contact yeah. her. Like, how did that? that She's going to go. Yeah, come backstage. I tell you what, do you want to do a song with me? On stage, you want to do uh, My Heart Will Go On? Yeah, you do. Well, you're not going to, you fucking nutter. Now get out of here. Get out of my sight. Celine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's not going back on it, and uh, he hopes it will get him backstage at one of his Idol's future gigs. But he does admit, however, that he's dreading telling his bosses about his new name and that his mum did not see the funny side of it. So She didn't. Causing Ooh, yeah. a bit of strife. The, the wrath of the mum. That's it, yeah. So Thomas, a hospitality manager from Tamworth, Staffordshire, explained how he came up with his idea after getting sozzled whilst watching Celine Dion perform a show in Las Vegas on YouTube. He said, Staffordshire. Where's Staffordshire? I don't know. Shall I look it up? No, I, I only know of the bull terriers. I don't know of any of the, uh, the, peop- the humans. Uh, right, I'm looking at maps. Where's the, this is embarrassing, isn't it? You're actually looking this up? Stoke-on-Trent, Birmingham, Wolverhampton, sort of around there. Midlands, Midlands, basically, yeah. How do they speak? You can get you can get away with a Brummy accent, I think, for this one. All right. Uh, mm. Okay, okay, all right. He said, "I'd been planning to go and see her in Vegas, but no, what, what's that?" That's good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Midlands. Yeah, in Vegas, but obviously I couldn't do to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so I've become a bit hooked and watching her concerts on YouTube. And no, I, I'm all over. No, the town. no, yeah. you're gone. You went a bit, almost a bit South African. As it, <laughs> shall I do it as that instead? Then <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So become a bit hooked to watch it. No, I'm not going to do that either because I can't. Um, no, Celine, you can't. You can't, Celine. You can't. <laughs> oh yes, yes, Matt. So I've become a bit hooked watching a concert on YouTube. It's the best, next best thing. I'm a bit obsessed with her and always have been. A bit obsessed, yeah. a bit obsessed, but I don't know I don't why. Know if you crossed... can be, I don't understand that. A bit obsessed, <laughs> you're obsessed or you're not obsessed. Obsessed you know? is like a hyperbole. It's like a the the most you can yeah. get. So you can't then just be a bit that, yeah. can you? Yeah. I've done a bit of. I, I did a bit of murder, but um, <laughs> yeah. dabbled, dabbled in a bit of <laughs> yeah. bit of murder. 
but I don't know why it crossed my mind to change my name to hers. I can't really remember the night and forgot all about it the next day. I remember watching the Celine Dion concert of her performing in Vegas, and that's about it. I then came home from work on Wednesday, and there was a big white envelope on the floor by the door which said, do not bend. I mean, it's probably just got documents in it. It's a bit odd, isn't it? It looked quite important. It was full of all these official certificates. As soon as I read it, I had to sit down in the kitchen. (laughs) I was like, this can't be real, but it's as real as it gets. I just don't remember doing it. I mean... It was because he was sozzled. He was sozzled, yeah. Uh, He says, I'm a bit of a... uh, This is another example of him getting his terms a bit wrong. He says, I'm a bit of a Celine Dion superfan. Just a bit of one. Bit of one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, One more thing he said... He's got all the albums, but he doesn't know any of the words to the songs. Just a bit of a super fan. Bit of a super fan. I did... This is continuing with with him as he's quoted. I did tell her it could be worse and it could have been Boris Johnson. We're lucky he doesn't have any live concerts on YouTube. We are lucky, actually. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And that's your news. There we go. Celine Dion, Celine, Celine Dion, Celine Dion. I'm struggling to say that. Celine Dion, yeah. Celine Dion and Joris Bonson. Well, that's how we're going to differentiate between Celine Dion and Thomas whatever. He's Celine Dion because it's at least it Celine makes it a little Dion. bit sound a bit yeah, more male, yeah. doesn't it? You know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, good if his if if his first name was actually Leon. Then you could go, yeah, Celeon de Leon. No, Celeon Dion. <laughs> Celeon de Leon. Yeah. He's been making <laughs> Spanish as well. <laughs> but then no one would question it. They'd go, well, it's not Celine Dion. You're Celeon de Leon. <laughs> and then she would definitely invite him backstage. Oh, yes. Come and meet me. Come on stage. Sing a song with me, Celeon. Celeon. This guy's called Celeon de Leon. Isn't that similar to my name? What are the chances of that? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, write that down. That's Celeon Delille. Make a note of that for the uh, for the for the for the thing. Um, All right. Okay, I'm going to get back to football now, Joe. Okay. Um, because prior to Christmas, uh, the Yuletide, I furnished you with facts on two nations, which were. Can you remember? Yes. Exactly. They were Albania and Andorra, <laughs> and Andorra, and 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 Andorra. They, they were members of Group I, mm-hmm. uh, co-members with England, Poland, Hungary, and San Marino. And this is England's World Cup uh, qualifiers group. Okay. So, this week, it is the turn of Hungary. Hungary. Now, for the sake of the podcast, obviously I'm not looking up for just your standard facts, okay? I don't want to let all the secrets out or anything like that that goes into the research, but I don't want to find out about the highest mountain in Hungary or the longest river or who the most steps up to which castle. Not interested. <laughs> I want to know if they've got a penis museum or if, you know, they've got someone who's particularly tall or short. Yeah, yeah. Hungary, as it turns out, pretty boring. That's a shame, isn't it? I mean, you, yeah. you've been to Hungary, haven't you? I've been to Hungary. Yes, I have. I've been on a, um, I guess you would call it a cultural art type holiday. Would you? Yes, you would. <laughs> well, I would. Would you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, mm. Sightseeing uh, with fellow m- people who appreciate 
the culture sort of, of a bottom of a pint glass. Yeah. Yeah. Or the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, whichever end is being used to insert. No, it's I. Mm. Well, yeah, Hungary. Okay. Uh, so. So quite a boring stuck... place then. That's your summary. No, it's not a boring place. I just could, I, my research didn't throw up anything that interesting. So I'm going to stick with um, football facts, Hungary okay. football facts. Okay. And mainly the Hungary national team. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the Hungary national team it has a couple of nicknames, uh, which well, the first one is um, Magyarok, okay, which means Magyars. Okay, yeah, that's the language of Hungary, isn't it? Magyar. Don't know. Yeah. 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 Uh, and the second one is uh, the Nemzeti Tiznegzegi. I was really looking means... forward to it. When you told me you're going to do... Well, you didn't tell me. Uh, this is the first time hearing it. Uh, I've, I've been really looking forward to since you said the word hungry. Really looking forward to you saying Hungarian words. Because it's one of those yes. languages written down from an English perspective. It looks very difficult to say. So, uh, yeah. It, it really does, yeah. Nemzeti Tiznegzegi. Okay. Tis energy, which means National Eleven, which is a pretty boring nickname. It's pretty bog standard, isn't it? Imagine if yeah. the you know England, the Three Lions, were called the National Eleven. We'd be like, yes, that that's what they are. That, that's, that's that's their job for are, that yeah. day. They're the National Eleven. I mean, you might as well watch the. Oh, what's your what's your uh, football team's nickname? Oh, it's brilliant. Their nickname is Football Team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. England See football. you later. <laughs> yeah. Very exciting. Um, now, they do have one uh, very famous player in their history. Do you know the name of this person? I imagine it's... Um, yes. Uh, I can't there is an award named after him. Yes, of course. Yeah, he's from that Real Madrid team and, of course, the Hungary national team of the, like, 60s, is it? Pushkas? 50s, 50s, and that's it. And yeah. that, at that Ferenc time, I think Pushkas. they were, like, the best team in the world, weren't they? The best national team in the world. They were, yeah. They had a real uh, spree of being brilliant. <laughs> uh, so That's what the pundits say. Uh, yeah, Fer- Ferenc Pushkas. He scored, get this, Joe, I'm getting for a it. record. Okay. 80, 84 goals in 85 appearances. For Hungary? For Hungary. That's outrageous. It's mental, isn't it? That is mental. I feel like it's weird. With football, in the past, like that sort of era, the goals to games ratio for the best players was really high, either positive, like above zero, like above one per game, so more goals yeah. than appearances, or on par, or just below. And then, like, well, while we were growing up, um, that football era of, I guess, the mid-90s to the early noughties, there was a time when it was like 0.5. Like if you had yeah, 60 games for England. Yeah, it was a goal every England, other game. Yeah, goal it? every other game was like what you, that, that would be a world class. That would be, you know, like 60, 60 games, 30 goals would be like, yeah, brilliant. What a, what a legend. Yeah. But now with the Messi and Ronaldo era, we're back to that time where if you're not scoring the same amount of goals as you have games, you're not actually world class anymore. It's like yeah, it's but that's just be- that's between those two, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> Pretty come much. On, there's, yeah, there's no one else up there with like doing that. Um, but yeah, eighty-four goals in eight. Second on the list, right, was a player called. This is goal scoring list. Was a player called Sandor Coxis. Okay. Nope. Um, and he <laughs> scored 
75 goals in 68 games. There we go. Positive ratio. That's outrageous. Yes. Jesus. Exactly what you were just talking about. <laughs> were you expecting um, me to make a dick joke there, by the way? I, pl- I expect more from you, please. Okay. Well, I'm glad I no. fell short of that then. I expect less, really. But, uh... <laughs> okay. Um, now, you heard of this name, Gabor Kirali. Yes, I have. Yeah, uh, goal, Crystal Palace goalkeeper. Goalkeeper. He's the joint most capped player with 108 caps for Hungary. Wow. Um, he played in England for Crystal Palace, West Ham, Aston Villa, Burnley, and Fulham. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was famous for wearing baggy grey jogging bottoms. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Quite yeah. charismatic. Yeah, and he says it started 20 years ago. These grey bottoms. It began in Hungary, and it bought me luck. And then I and then I take to Berlin. This is obviously written in his verse. Uh, <laughs> and then I take to Berlin, and it brings luck as well, as we are in the Champions League. After that, I take it to London. It refers to the grey bottoms as it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I take I take it to London to Crystal Palace. Um, and it was a superstition for him, kind of backed up as well, because I know we're. Maybe not into superstitions, but Maybe he not. wore shorts once against Chelsea for Crystal Palace in 2005. They lost 4-1 and he let a shot go through his hands. <laughs> That's it. That's all the evidence you need. One example. So he w- yeah, he did it once and was like, fuck that. No. <laughs> shorts aren't working for me. Where, hey, Kitman, where's those grey bottoms? Got to get them back on, lad. I, lo- I love your Yorkshire Hungary. That's great. Yes, Can I show exactly, you something, yeah. Dave? I'm wearing... Uh, grey bottoms in honour of Gabor Kirai today. Look, look at that. Wow, look at that. There they are. Go. They're yeah. pr- tight. They are very tight. Did you see the... Oh, sorry about that. I mean, are they... what size are they? They're... I can see everything. That's... <laughs> Shall I put them back oh. on? Okay. Um... So, uh, do you want an anagram for Hungary? Do I? Do you? I do, yeah, I do. I'd like an, a- an anagram for Hungary. Hungray. <laughs> is that that's the best that you could come up with is it that's the only one i came up with mate right well, don't have a go hungry i've got an anagram i've got an anagram because i couldn't find many for hungary uh for gabor kirali okay if you want one of those yeah okay girly arab <laughs> <laughs> why is that funny why is that funny i don't know it's just the, the fact that it's like a it's like a question okay girly arab yeah, well, I mean, I've I've put I've put a bit of uh, a, a bit of uh, my own twist on it, but uh, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Just asking the question. Okay. Are you okay, girly Arab? Girly Arab. <laughs> Not really, because yes, you're calling fine, me a girly you. Arab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Well, hu- I tell you what, Dave. Hungary sounds like a boring mm. place. It sounds like a what? Boring place. Well. I mean, I was, I've been there and I wasn't bored, but that was a different time. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's your hungry facts anyway. Thank you. You're welcome. I enjoyed it very much. Which, which, uh, which nation is next? Um, well, I'm probably going to go with, uh, in no order other than alphabetical, <laughs> um, Poland. Ah, okay. Well, let's hope they're a bit more exciting then. I think they are. I think, I think I think we know they are. I think they are, yeah. And I think they know that. They do. Hey, Dave. 
Yes. <laughs> would you like to hear a jingle that you wouldn't have heard for quite some time? Yes, I've, any jingle, just anything. Transfer stuff. Wow, that's a blast from the past, isn't it? It is. It's just nice to hear them, to be honest, Joe. Yeah. We should, should, maybe, should we explain? Is that giving too many secrets away? No, go ahead, uh, explain. Up until, up until this episode, I haven't heard any of the jingles because of the um, technical issues with doing this via Zoom. Um, I, I say, we, we do it, not, strictly, we're not doing this by Zoom. We're, we're communita- communicating, <laughs> that, which is similar. It's similar to communicating. But on uh, a but much higher level, a, much more intellectual. You, yeah, you, you, you do that after a few whiskeys. You communicate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you usually communicate much more clearly after, you know. Yes, and, and you get, I don't you get piss better stuff that worms. way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have our own um, recorders in situ, but we're obviously, we, this wouldn't work if we couldn't see each other's feces, faces, not feces. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. Uh, faces facetiously. Feces. Yeah. So basically, I haven't heard any of the jingles up till now, and now I can hear them. It's just like I just feel uh, reborn. <laughs> Night and day different, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. Talking yeah. of feeling reborn, um, now I said that, but actually, this it's not related to feeling reborn at all. I just kind of wanted to move things along. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. So I think you should do that all the time. <laughs> I like that. Talking of um, talking of piano lessons, did you hear about the one about the man who played football in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Talking of politics, uh, did you hear about the? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Messi, Lionel Messi. So, Dave, you know, before lockdown, obviously, I'm not doing it currently because that would be breaking the rules, and I'm not mm. one to do that. Mm. Uh, not like some, anyway. Um, but I've been I've been going to this pub, haven't I? Down a pub, right? yes. And I've been yeah. meeting some people down the pub. I've been I've been, you know, going to this particular pub where a lot of football agents hanging out, and I've been able to make some connections and and get in touch with people down a pub, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. The one that no one else is allowed to go to yeah 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 you walk out the door you turn left you just go down to town you know look for a pub it's got a sign hanging out the front with a light on it it's like a ship or you know a horse or something you know and uh it's a pub sell beer people are in there it's easy that's all you do you go there you know but they're closed at the moment but luckily enough uh they've been doing virtual uh meetings right so that you can still yeah, i can still you know yeah 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 um, sure so i've been sort of down a pub you know, but virtually. And uh, I managed to get a little bit of insight down the pub uh, about what Lionel Messi wants to do with his future. Because, of course, you know, famously, he said he was going to leave Barcelona last year. And uh, he then, well, he didn't directly send it to me, but I managed to get hold of his um, audio recording that he sent to Barcelona as part of that uh, Bureau fax. Remember that? Yeah. Um to to declare his interest of leaving. Um mm. and uh but through through my contacts down the pub. So that's where I got right. hold of that. So now yeah. well, okay. he's come <laughs> he's come out to the media and he's actually said that he wants to potentially play in America. AmeriCorps. AmeriCorps. So he's considering a move to America, potentially at the end of this season, potentially not. 
So what I managed to do is I managed to get hold of another audio recording. He's clearly getting into his music production, right? Managed to get hold of yeah, another. He did a, he's done. He did a song before, didn't he? Barcelona Baby. That's right. Yeah, of course. How can I forget? Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's he's made another one, and he sent it to the Barcelona hierarchy. But via his agent that I met virtually at the pub, pub virtual pub pub, I've managed to get hold of it. Um, so I'll transfer so stuff. Is, is this an exclusive then? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The world wouldn't have have, have heard this yet. I'm not sure if I'm going to get trouble playing getting trouble playing this to you. But that's you know round the back is more important to me and spreading this. It's news. a risk risk worth taking. Risk worth taking. So would you like to hear it, Dave? Yes. Oh yeah. All right. Yes. Here it is. See what I he's mean, done there, right? He's made a country song. He made made an American country song because he wants to go to America. And I imagine he's, he's put a lot. He's put a lot of thought into it. He has. It's interesting that the first he is Lionel Messi, and he's writing a song about the fact that he wants to go to America. And the first few lines of the song are "I am Messi and I want to go to America." Yeah, he's laying all, all the facts out straight away in the first line. It's, it's almost like a, a musical CV for him for all the American clubs, isn't it? Like they won't yes. know who he is. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised he didn't sing his date of birth or something. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a maybe it's a uh, you know a radio edit. It's a cut down version. I just I I can't help but just picture him in his little room, right, singing this song into his little computer <laughs> with his guitar, with the door shut. Probably someone in the next room going, "What is he doing in there?" I'm I'm and almost he, certain that did happen. Yeah, almost yeah, I think certain. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see it. I can almost see can it. Can you? Um, and he would have sung it. In a, think... You know, he's obviously he's Argentinian. He's, he speaks Spanish, but he's sung it in quite a convincing American accent as well, isn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. Would he put on an accent for sure? Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's referred no, to his I, own I, little legs I'm as really, well. I don't know why more footballers don't put out press junkets in song form. Well, perhaps they do, and perhaps for my my context down the pub, I can uh, get hold of more. You know. Mm. Well, if anyone's gonna find out, it's I think it's gonna be you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have the quote here that a quote in the from the Guardian, 
Uh, he said, yeah. I would like to play in the United States and experience life and the league there, but ultimately come back to Barcelona in some capacity. I'm not thinking too far ahead in the short term and just want to see how the season finishes. So that's uh, that's where his, his head's at. Um, so he hasn't named us a, a sort of club or hasn't been a club linked. It's just America. America, which is quite a large... Well, actually, it's not even a country, America, is it? It's a continent. I mean, uh, he could mean South America. He could go back to Argentina. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I think he means the United States of America. Um, well, let's hope so. I mean, the, the, the song certainly hinted at that. Yeah, I doubt he's going to go and play yeah. in the Canadian League. Let's just put it that way. I would say he, he's going to go and play for... some. Let's just listen to the song, I don't know, but so FC Texas or something like that. It, FC Texas, yeah. FC Texas, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Or um, uh, maybe um, okay. Tennessee United. Mm, yeah. Can you hear that? I can. Yeah. So Le- Alexa is talking to me. What's she, what's right? she chatting about? There's no one else in the room. She's recommending coconut to me. <laughs> you said, you Alexa, said. stop. You said... Oh, it's, they're more trouble than they're worth, those things. I'm not getting one. I'm not getting one. Because they listen. They listen when you don't want them to listen, you know? <laughs> and I don't want them to listen. Clearly. Because you didn't Certainly even see... Certainly not to this. You didn't even see <laughs> coconut. You didn't even say coconut. What was that? I, I never said coconut, did I? You said Tennessee, didn't you? Yeah, oh, come on. It's ridiculous. What I like. Anyway, Messi to America. There's your transfer stuff. That's your transfer stuff. Yes, it is transfer stuff. Well, Good. right. What's next on the agenda? Well, <laughs> I believe we have a bastard of the week. Uh, yeah. Let's just jump. Yes, I, be- I believe that also. Okay. <laughs> Did that get longer? It, gets, it got shorter. Shorter. Oh, I haven't. I remember I haven't heard it for some time. So it, for me, it's it's all it's almost like hearing it for the first time. <laughs> Your perception doesn't make it. it any better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, my bastard of the week this week is Antwerp's Lamkel Zay. He's a footballing bastard. Good. Good. I'm glad you brought it up. Have you heard of the famous Lamkel Zay? I haven't. No, I didn't either. No. He plays for uh, Antwerp. Uh, he has issued a public apology. <laughs> twerp. Twerp. Uh, he has issued a public apology. He did behave like a twerp. He really did. Uh, so that, that, that doesn't get used enough anymore, does it? You twerp. Mm. Does it come up later in our pun section at all? <laughs> oh, have I just given something away? You might have done. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I went along with it, though. Uh, Antwerp's Lam Causey issues a public apology after arriving to training in the rival's shirt. Now, this is a uh, quite a footballing faux pas, right? You you have your bit, yeah. local rival and you turn up to training wearing the local rival shirt. Quite a faux pas. So, Antwerp forward Didier Lam Causey has apologised after he arrived to training wearing the shirt of the club's fiercest rivals, Anderlecht, the slightly more famous rivals as well. 
Lamkelze was denied entry into the training ground on Monday and angered the club's hierarchy with his actions. So he was physically stopped at the door by the security team, right? But why why has he done this? pictures of this on Twitter uh, of him walking up to the door and you can see there's a, a few pictures, him like a few metres away from the door, mid-walk, a security guy, high-vis jacket, looking out the door and then the next photo is him both hands on the door handles of this double, double-sided, double you know, double door, pulling at it. Yeah. And there's a security guard the other side doing the same, desperately keeping the door shut. <laughs> Physically <laughs> kept him out of the training ground because he was wearing this Andalek shirt. What, what, why is he doing this? Is he, does he, is, he trying to, is he trying to get leave or something? What's going the on? The goal is unbelievable. So the 24-year-old has been linked with a move to the Greek club Panathinaikos to play under former Antwerp manager Laszlo Baloney. So he is un- upset that he is not being, that they're, I guess, getting in the way of this proposed transfer to Panathinaikos. Wear a Panathinaikos shirt then. And so his solution was, right, I need to piss off the club so they get rid of me. So I'm going to turn up to training in an Andalek shirt. Unreal. To be fair, I mean, if he went in the local sports shop and said, hello, have you got a, a Panathinaikos shirt? They'd probably go, uh, no, actually, we haven't got that type of shirt. Uh, but if you want, we have this selection. <laughs> And, you know, you'd choose the one that offends your club the most and it would be the local rival. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Absolutely, yeah. The Cameroon International threatened to upset the club the club even further after posting on Instagram that he would turn up in a beer shot shirt, another Antwerp rival. That's a great name for a club, <laughs> he's just a- He's asking for trouble. He is. However, he decided against this and posted an apology, an apology on the club's official Twitter page on Tuesday. He said... I sincerely apologise to the club and the Antwerp supporters because they are magnificent and wonderful fans who have always supported me, he said. If I reacted like that, it is because my head was elsewhere with the transfer and it wasn't easy for me. I'm so sorry for my actions. Mm, That definitely sounds like him and not his agent. It does, yeah. My head was elsewhere. Does that excuse you doing that? He turned up without without a head. (laughs) It's turning into a real horror show. He said, I won't forget how my teammates and the technical staff have supported me in the dressing room since my arrival here. I'm ready for the club if the new coach needs me. I hope to be in front of the supporters very soon on the pitch. I don't think they're going to want think... you, and I don't think you do. That's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's the end of the article right there. That's that's the end of his career at Antwerp as well, I would think. I mean, it's it's quite an extreme method. To force a move out of the club. Um, yeah. I don't see any Just scenario to... where making enemies at the club that you're trying to leave is more likely to get you out, in a way. Uh, no, just arrange a meeting with the chairman by email. Yeah. Don't wear a shirt. <laughs> wear it. I mean, wear, wear a shirt. Wear a normal shirt, yeah. Wear a, normal, wear, wear a shirt and tie, if anything. Yeah, buttoned up all the way. Don't have your tie... You know, just sort of hanging off the no, button it up, top button. Yeah, um, and also make sure the tie is all the way down to your trousers. I, it annoys when you see these people with heart like it's lazy. It looks bad, like a big fat half short tie. Yeah, the tie needs to be touching your belt. Yeah, I, I'll forgive a couple of inches, um, but you know, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'd say like that's a, what she said. An inch, two inches <laughs> above the belt. That's that's. You know that that's okay, but if, like yeah. you say, if it's really fat, 
One of those fat ties. I prefer a skinny tie, personally. So we are, we are still talking about ties, sorry. I prefer long and skinny as opposed to short and fat. Uh, so you would say you prefer it to be a couple of inches above the belt yeah. and skinny rather than fat. Skinny and long. A couple of inches okay, above the skinny belt. Long. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah, length is important. Um, but girth is but important. It, I, to... I don't mind if it's fat, if it's a bit girthy, yeah. Yeah, you don't mind that. You can take it. I don't mind it. Oh. I'd I take it or leave it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Antwerp's Didier Lamcolze is our bastard of the week. Uh, do you approve, Dave? Approve in the in the bastard bin. <laughs> bastard. 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 of the week. And he was. Yes. And he was. It, it, and he is. And was and will be. Um, Joe, I've I want to chat to you now, and I'm going to re- revert you back to your childhood. Oh, if I may, not through any powers of um, uh, what's it called when you uh, hypnotism, oh, anything like or that, or time just travel, convers- yeah, just through conversation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is a not in my day. If you could give me that jingle, please. Not in my day. There it is. Um. Just think back to your childhood years, Joe. Ch- children's TV. Uh, what were the highlights for you? What do, what do you remember? What sticks out? Oh, put me on the spot there. I have, I have. I had no, there's no, I had no warning of this, did I? Ah, uh, breakfast shows, I suppose. I, I used to watch a lot of movies, actually. Mm. Uh, but like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you're, I mean, let's go for when you're sort of primary school age. I would say. Five, six, seven, eight years old. I used Anything to watch a lot of Tom out. and Jerry, the old Fred Quimby Tom and Jerry's. Bill and Ben. Okay. Um, yeah. Bill and Ben. What were you born in the fifties? I know or something? it was just on TV. Yeah, oh, that was on, wasn't it? All about uh, Button Moon. Button Moon. No. 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 Oh God, I'm showing my age now. <laughs> I uh, Transformers. Yeah. Oh yeah, Transformers. That was good. And Biker Mice Thomas from the Mars. T- that one always confused the hell out of me. What the hell? But, but mice on bikes. From Mars, but I enjoyed that. I don't know. I don't know that one. No, Dexter's Laboratory. Um, there you go. You've, you, Johnny Bravo. You've, you've piqued my memory. Oh yeah, Johnny Bravo. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit. I was a bit older then. I there is a bit of there is a few years between us. I admit. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh yeah, of course. I mean that's still that's still going now. My my little boy used to love that. <laughs> um. So yeah, these were the these were the the highlights of our children's TV. Uh, the reason I mentioned it because um, Denmark have launched a children's TV show about a man with a giant penis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, a giant I mean, penis. I was, I was reluctant about talking about this, not because it's about a penis. You that, seem I mean, really usually, reluctant Obviously, right that's now. straight in, as you know. <laughs> you seem um, reluctant. But because yeah. it has done the rounds quite a bit in, in, in media, and especially social media, but it, it's so ridiculous that I thought I should bring it up. I don't. Um, I, I, I'm really keen to hear how they're going to pull this off. Oh, well, th- yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I read about this in the in the Guardian, not in the actual Guardian, just online. Uh, nobody writes papers anymore, do they? No, you're not that middle um, class either, are you? So. No, no, I'm not. Thank you. <laughs> or is that a compliment? It doesn't matter. Uh, so Denmark launches children's TV show about man with giant penis. Um, the character is called John Dillamand, okay. and he has an extraordinary penis. 
Not just giant, it's extraordinary. Okay. So extraordinary, in fact, that it can perform rescue operations, etch murals, hoist a flag, <laughs> and even steal an ice cream from children. <laughs> so okay. the, the, the idea is that he's a superhero and his penis has these powers and it can do all these incredible things. It can do, it can do anything. But, I like, mean, but, but is, it, is it just out? Or well, is he's it wearing what I would call an old-fashioned male bathing suit, which was be those one of those you know shorts up the waist and over the shoulders okay. type thing. Okay. Um, but also, it has been adapted, I would say, because you don't buy them off the shelf with a, a great big eight-foot-long bit of cloth where the penis is. Not anymore. But his no, does ha- they're not his around does anymore. Have that. So it it is covered up. Right. Um, but the Danish equivalent of the BBC, which is DR, has a new animated series aimed at four to eight-year-olds about John Dillamand, the man with the world's longest penis, who overcomes hardships and challenges with his record-breaking, record-breaking genitals. How is this appropriate for kids? What kind of well, message this is, the, is this? Well, this is the question. There's arguments for and against. The argument against is obviously, as you just said, how is this appropriate? But there are people arguing for, saying it's not sexualising in any way and it's just a funny feature he has. <laughs> Give him a big nose! Yeah, but again, <laughs> but again, doesn't it make kids like focus on size when they shouldn't? It might make kids feel insecure. It might make them go, well, mine's not like that. Yeah, mine can't steal an ice cream. <laughs> Join the club, mate. I mean, I guess their argument for it is that uh, kids find stuff like that funny, which they do. I'm sure they know. Yeah, yeah. But still, adults made it. (laughs) Yeah, that's the troubling thing. Whenever you look at a children's TV show and go, is it appropriate children? It's like, well, sure, that's one question. But also you have to consider that this was conceived and made by adults and that makes it really fucking creepy. Yeah. And they would have had a right laugh doing it. I'm sure. But then that doesn't mean that they can then put it out on children's TV. No. no. Um, they, they, the people who, I assume these are the people that made it, they, they say, uh, the show depicts a man who is impulsive and not always in control. <laughs> that makes it sound even worse. It's making him sound really makes, me. <laughs> who makes mistakes, like kids do, but crucially, Dillamond always makes it right. He takes responsibility. For, he takes responsibility for his actions. When a woman in the show tells him that he should keep his penis in his pants, for instance, he listens, which is nice. He is accountable. <laughs> <laughs> so that means that okay. there are instances in that show when a woman tells him to keep his cock in his pants, which means so that he's I'm had guessing, it out at inappropriate I'm, times. I'm guessing in the pilot, is that is it is there and for all to see. We have to have a watch of this before next week's episode. Yeah, um, well, there is there is clips of it. I didn't I didn't want to do any sound bites or anything like that. But there is there's I mean just just search this on Google. It will come up. Okay, there's plenty of links. So um, the name his name Dillamond Dilla is Danish slang for penis. Right. So I guess it would be like dick or cock something like that. Um, and Dillamand literally means penis man. Penis man. Yeah, so it's like having a cartoon over here called John Penis Man. (laughs) (laughs) And John, of course. Americans refer to their John as being their penis, don't they? So he's called Penis Penis Man is his name. Penis Penis Man. Maybe just call it that then. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dick Penis Man, you could call him over here. I'm certainly going to watch some John... Dick Cockfella. 
Oh, I see. I've just Dick, googled Dick him, Cockfeller. and there's a there's some images of him. Um, yeah, it's like red and white striped bathing suit, and his penis is is in a red and mm. white striped bathing suit sock, essentially. Yeah, a big a big cock sock. Yeah, extraordinary. I mean, they're right. Yeah, well, it don't is stare extraordinary. at it. Don't. <laughs> I can't. I'm, my, I'm, don't keep I'm, looking I'm, at I'm it. I'm caught in it. My eyes are stuck. <laughs> uh, oh, fucking hell. So there you go. That's. Uh, I just. I just thought. I don't remember ever there being any children's TV shows like that when I was a child, so therefore, not in my day. Not in my day! I now see completely why you called me back to my youth there and asked You're me with about me. TV. You're with me. I'm with you, yeah. Well, Good. David, it is that time, isn't it? Isn't it? It is. It's a past the... On. Pundiful like current puns. A punionated punditress. Punted in the creamy puns. Spraying you with punny spunk. Puns. <sighs> you bastard. <laughs> Excuse me? Bitch. You. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why are we insulting each other? Well, uh, this week's pun uh, category, for the first time, is insults. And uh, I, yes. I had a bit of a sort of, uh, you know, Eureka Einstein moment in the car where a light bulb came on in my head and I was like, what? Yes, insults for the pun section. And I sent you a voice note, the safe way to do it whilst driving, didn't I, Dave? I said, hey, Siri, record a voice. No, no, not now, Siri. No, no, no. Yeah. I asked. And Siri went, Siri went, you want coconuts? <laughs> Yeah, and I and I send a voice note to Dave, and uh, there we go. Um, yeah, so uh, well, should we do a bit of pun tennis? And I'd like. Yeah, you said su- you suggested uh, insults, and I was like, that is brilliant. And then when I started to write them down, I went, that is hard. <laughs> and I did find it quite tricky. So I'd be interested to see when we throw it out, which I assume we will, what other people come up with. But um, yeah, I'd like. I want to hear. I want to hear. I'd like to hear yours first because I want to see what sort of road you went down. Okay. Well, I I, uh, I did my usual thing where I went on Wikipedia uh, just to using Wikipedia to look at the squad lists of clubs, and I just went through the top Premier League clubs and found and just that that just rather than just trying to think about them, I just went yeah. through the top Premier League clubs, looked at their players, and came up with a okay. few. Yeah. Well, there's one of them which isn't that you know. Anyway, the, my my first one is Manchester Shitty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, simple as that. All right, so you, I, I, all minor players, but that's that's I, I, I could have broadened it. That's fine. That's my only um, club one. All my other ones are players. Okay, so I've got Tyrone Minger. <laughs> yeah, Danny Shitu. I mean, I didn't change a thing. Yeah. No, Danny Shitu. Um, Zinedine Zidane. You. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah. Or, or as Dan would say, number one fan Dan, Zinedine yeah. Zidane. You. Well, it just wouldn't work, would it, for him? No, no, it wouldn't, no. Kyle Wanker. (laughs) Yes. And appropriate. I I reckon he Um, is. It's like the Trippier thing. I reckon reckon Kyle Walker is a bit of a wanker. What do you reckon? I think we all have been. (laughs) And still are. Anyway, uh, what's your next one? uh, Who ate all depies? Memphis depie? (laughs) Because that's an insult, that's, that's isn't an it? Insult. When you say about someone who's who would you you would say is obese? Yes, yeah. I was just going to say fat, but sure. Uh, Aaron Wan Kerbisaka. 
<laughs> you're wanker heavy aren't it's you? another wanker one you're wanker heavy aren't you <laughs> like it yeah yeah um julian dickhead oh julian dicks of course yeah yeah uh yeah. ungolo kante <laughs> i did worry that you were gonna throw in the c-bomb it's gonna happen at least once an episode surely i think it does doesn't yeah, it? yeah yeah um leander den plonker <laughs> <laughs> nice like one after a country. I've got old I've got old school with that I've one, got yeah. I've got a few like that. I've got a few like that. This one, uh I hope you know the player. You should as a Chelsea fan. Fuck are you Tamori? <laughs> Fuck are you Tamori? <laughs> His name's Ficayo, right? Or Ficayo. Do you think people Fuck say that to you, him tomorrow? when he's like when he's come out with something absurd, they just turn around and go, Fuck are you Tamori? <laughs> I hope so. That's uh, really good. And of course, I a like lot that. of Premier League footballers listen to this, so they'll start calling him fucker Utamori now, won't they? You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, sure, well, I'm sure they do already. <laughs> the language that you hear at some of these football matches. Despicable. It's, uh, mm. it's not, um, you know, anyone who makes light of bad language and insults is a... Uh, isn't that what we're doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> next one, David Pratt. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Like Pratt. It. No one says that anymore either. No. You Pratt. They really don't. It's so... Well, it's just nice and light, isn't it? Yeah. Timo mm. Wiener. Hey, sorry? Timo Wiener. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah, Wiener. <laughs> um, yeah, Wiener. I've got, I've got um, Craig Uphill Gardner. Uphill Gardener. Yeah. You not heard that before? No. Uphill Gardener. You're going to have to explain That's that one. It's like a, I would say it's derogatory slang for um, a gay person. Right. Which obviously I'm not condoning. I'm just using it for the purposes of this. Thanks for making me explain it. It was an insult in your day. so It was an that, insult. That, not that's... in my day. No, 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 no. <laughs> not one I would use either, actually. And... If, in fact, uh, I'm disgusted by that. <laughs> You never used it, did you? Never, ever. No, no. James Milner. <laughs> I reckon he is too. They're, they're, he is a nerd. Sort of he is a nerd. Becoming, you know, their name, the the swear word version of their name is like their character. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And my next few are um, like that as well, actually. Are they? They're quite appropriate. Mm, yeah. I've got Matt Latossier. <laughs> yeah, like it. Jordan Benderson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what do you mean by Bender? What does that mean? Oh, you know, it's nothing. Yeah. Uh, um, Uphill Gardener, big... though. Seriously, you, that's really long. You don't have to, like, come on. It's rubbish. You must have heard that. No. Uphill Gardener. No. Right, okay. Well, I don't know. I can't, I can't help some people. <laughs> um... Your big Jesse Lingard. Very good. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Hector Bellenderin. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of writes itself, that one. It's, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Like yeah. Um, Scott Brown Noser. <laughs> <laughs> Bukayo Sucker. Sucker, yes. You sucker. That's a real American one, isn't it? Is, it is, yeah. Across the continent for that one. Um, David Batty Boy. Of course. Of course. Couldn't not. I mean, couldn't not do it. I think Round the Back has missed David Batty, you know. I think. Yes. Perhaps he should. Oh, you could make a character called David Batty Boy where it's just a slightly <laughs> camp 
David Batty. <laughs> really inappropriate with 2021, I reckon <laughs> that. But sure, yeah. I think we should explore it. Just, a, just an idea. It's only an idea. We haven't done it yet, so they can't say anything. They can't. No. Who are they? They. Them. <laughs> Joe Pillock. <laughs> Joe Pillock. <laughs> Um, this is my last one. Uh, Barcelona up and coming a star. Mm-hmm. Ansu Fatty Bum Bum. <laughs> yes. Easy. I like it. And this is my yeah. last one too. Scammy Abraham. Scammy? Oh, <laughs> dear. As in he's a scammer? Yeah, or... he's, he's a bit scammy. You know, you get you always meet people a bit shifty, a bit shady, a bit scammy. Scammy oh, Abraham. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That was good, actually. They were, they were, they they came out quite well. They did, and I tell you what, I'm really looking forward to our fans ones because you yes, know, yes, they're... we will do a Instagram and the other socials uh, post. We shall as an invitation, shall we? Yes, absolutely. Um, insults. Come up with your best yes. footballers and insults. Really looking forward to some classics, surely that are going to come from the likes of Red Kitchen, Number One Fan Dan. At yes, Al. and the the more the more offensive and non PC, the better. <laughs> it's only Instagram. It's fine. Um, well, thank <laughs> it's you. It's not policed. Thank you very much for listening. Find us on well, you know where you've listened. Um, give us a review if you're an Apple listener. Give us a review on Apple Podcast. It really means a lot. And uh, you can find us on roundtheback. No, patreon.com forward slash roundabout. That's the one where you can donate three pounds a month or a number of your choice. It's up to you. It's your choice. Your choice. Um, Final word, Dave. Final word of the day. Yeah. Sausage. <laughs>